Welcome to the How to Event Podcast, the premier resource for everyday people who want to plan the event of a lifetime. My name is Allie Denniston. Thank you for joining the party. Welcome to Season 2 of the How to Event Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I was so humbled and excited at how many of you tuned in for the pandemic planning mini-season. And I really hope it was helpful to those of you who are just beginning or in the midst of planning an event during this crazy time. Of course, COVID isn't going away with the snap of our fingers, so I anticipate more questions and situations to arise that may need to be dealt with. And I really encourage you to join the How to Event podcast group on Facebook, where you can ask all of your pandemic-focused questions or any general event questions as well and receive feedback from me, other group members, and even have your topic potentially be featured on a future episode of the podcast. Now, I'm looking forward to this upcoming season, which is themed and focuses on the basics of event planning. I'll be talking about everything from vendor and venue selection to design and menu creation, And we'll even discuss how you decide when you need some extra help and might want to consider hiring an event or a wedding planner to support your efforts in planning an event. This first episode of season two is going to focus on budgeting. This may be the single most important part of event planning because your budget will help determine the scope of your event. I can't tell you how many of my clients that I work with come to me with zero idea of a realistic budget to host their event. While I, of course, help them through the process regardless, this is a huge mistake. Doing your research and understanding what kind of budget you have to work with is imperative as you're helping create a framework for efficient spending, and you might even save yourself valuable time given you could avoid spending unnecessary time researching venues or vendors that will be outside of your budget. So, where do you start? Let's review a few common questions surrounding budgeting and how to make your money work for you when you're planning an event. What elements of an event should be included in my budget? The answer to this is all of the thing. Any projected financial expenditures should be accounted for. Invitations, a venue, such as a physical space or a site where you might erect a tent, which you should also account for in your budget, food and beverage costs, vendors like photographers or entertainment, speakers or talent, marketing, decor like rental furniture or enhancement items like chargers, specialty linen or lighting, or even staff. Now, depending on where you're hosting the event, some of these items may already be included through your venue. For instance, a venue may have their own catering that offers all food and beverage, as well as staffing. This would mean that you don't necessarily have to have a separate line item for staffing, but it is important to be aware so that you can ask the right questions to get the most accurate picture of your out-of-pocket costs. Are there any elements that I should be aware of that aren't obvious to be included in the budget? 
always ask about extra fees. Service fees are one aspect that many event hosts forget to consider altogether. Many venues and caterers apply a service fee to their service offerings, which may or may not be taxable and can range anywhere from 10 to 15 to over 25% depending on the location or the vendor. While this line item cost doesn't pay for a specific physical item, it is a hard cost that must be accounted for in the budget. Another fee to account for would be taxes. You'll likely need to pay taxes on the majority of services and physical products you arrange for your event, so don't forget to ask your contact about how this factors into your pricing that you're given. Another aspect not frequently considered is that of contingency costs. If you're hosting an outdoor event, especially one that might be open air, you should be factoring in the cost of any contingency plans that may need to be in place. This might include a backup tent or a heating or cooling system for an outdoor tented venue during unfavorable weather. Okay, this all sounds great, but how do I go about actually creating a budget? Well, the answer is multifaceted. I personally am an Excel freak, so my first suggestion is to create an Excel spreadsheet. You can start with a blank sheet and create headlines for the columns, such as product, service, or vendor, cost, quantity if applicable, and notes. Next, you should fill in the product, service, vendor column with all of the items you think you'll need to include. Elements might include venue, catering, photography or videography, floral decor, entertainment, decor and rentals, invitations or paper elements such as printed menus, place cards, etc. If you're planning a wedding, you might include a line item for your attire, such as your wedding dress or a tux, as well as a marriage license and the cost of an officiant to marry you. If you're planning a corporate or a nonprofit event that may have been held in the past, you should absolutely look into the past budgets. This will help you to stay in line with previous event expenditures and also to set accurate expectations for the current event budget. Once you have exhausted your list of all possible cost factors, you should begin your research. If you know what vendors you'd like to work with, you'll need to reach out to them to get quotes for their costs. If you aren't sure what vendors you want to hire, then I always suggest doing some research and then interviewing a few different options so you have a variety to choose from. As you gather these quotes, plug the numbers into the cost column. If you're really fancy, you can utilize the formula function in Excel so that you begin to total up the costs into one final sum. After you've gathered all of the quotes and added everything together to reach that final sum, you'll want to assess the total anticipated expenditure and determine if you can afford it. If you can, then great. Get started with solidifying the quotes you requested with formal contracts so you're officially booked. If the total sum is more than you can afford or just exceeds the amount you want to spend, then you'll need to go back and reassess the costs. Are there any elements you can downsize or eliminate? For example, can you pare down your menu to a two-course meal instead of a three- or four-course meal? Or perhaps there's a vendor you could consider replacing with an alternative that offers the same service at a lower price point. Continue working through the numbers until you've reached a total spend that you're comfortable with and that you're able to afford. Once you've finalized the budget, stick to it. 
Sometimes it can even be helpful to build in a cushion amount so that you have a little buffer with the total budget should you decide to spend a little more on any aspect or if unexpected costs arise, as they often do in event planning. How can I save money and ensure I maintain an economical budget for my event? There are several things you can do to keep your budget in check. First and foremost, it's important that you understand that the number of guests will be one of the elements that can have the largest effect on your expenditures. If you're able to cut your guest list, you can often cut your budget too. I work with many clients who failed to understand this concept. If you don't want to spend $50,000 on your food and beverage because you have 250 people, you'll automatically spend less money if you downsize to only 150 people or even to 100 people. It can significantly downsize your overall expenditures by doing this. Another option could be to choose a setting for your event that already has some built-in natural beauty. This allows you to reduce your decor budget because you don't have to do as much to enhance the venue and therefore can focus on other aspects of your event with your dollars spent. If you're going to utilize floral decor, try to incorporate it sparingly as fresh flowers can be costly. If this is unavoidable due to your style or preference, then try your best to select blooms that are in season on the date of your event. Off-season flowers can significantly increase your budget as they must be special ordered and therefore are more expensive. When you're scheduling your event, consider days of the week that are less popular. Obviously, weekend dates are prime for special events and you'll pay a premium to book one of those dates. If you could choose an off-peak day like a Wednesday or even a Thursday, you could secure some big-time savings. Overall, do your research. Event hosts who have shopped around and identified all relevant information are more likely to find the best value. As I mentioned at the start of this episode, budgeting is one of the most important, if not the most important, aspect of event planning. It sets the tone and scope of your event, and it ensures that you don't break the bank, or at least not more than you want to. Remember to exhaust your list of services or products as you craft your budget so that you can include every possible aspect that you might spend money on. I provided a general list of categories you might want to include in your spreadsheet, but you can include whatever categories work for you. Detail is your friend when it comes to a budget. So think about the various details that will help you make the best decisions, and then be sure to include it for each line item you enter into the budget sheet. As you gather your quotes and build the actual budget, don't forget to ask yourself, is this really important? This is a crucial question to ask of each line item, especially if your initial draft of your budget exceeds an amount you can afford comfortably. Once you've created a solid budget, you have an excellent framework to build the rest of your event on as you continue through the planning process. Now, this may seem obvious, but I have to say it. The next most important part of budgeting is sticking to it. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but if you don't stick to your budget, then all of the work that you put into creating it was pointless. It's very important that you try to stay within the budget parameters you set for yourself. Because if you don't, you could end up in a financial hole that you just can't get out of. 
there are so many cool enhancements that you could potentially arrange to incorporate into your event, but they do cost quite a bit. So it is important that you think about these things ahead of time so that you know if you really want something, you can find a way to work it into the overall budget and not break the bank. You'll want to keep the topic of budget at top of mind throughout the remainder of this season. As we focus on the basics and discuss selecting your venue, hiring vendors, and creating your design vision, all of these elements will need to be factored into the budget to be accomplished within your financial means. A planner who remains aware of their budget throughout the process will be pleased with their successful event and managed spending. There is absolutely a way to have an amazing event on a budget, but it requires research and attention to detail in order to achieve it well. Do you have questions about today's topic? Join me in the How to Event podcast group on Facebook, where you can ask your questions, start a discussion, and have the chance for your topic to be featured on a future episode. Don't forget to visit howtoeventpodcast.com for the newest episodes and show notes from How to Event. Thanks for joining me today. Can't wait to welcome you all back next week for Season 2, Episode 2 of the How to Event Podcast, where I'll be discussing everything you need to know about selecting a venue for your event. Happy planning! Happy planning!